So wait, no popcorn for Will Sterling? No oh, I was gonna say. Yeah, Perfect. keep in mind that we don't need to eat popcorn on mic. There you go. Don't need to, but what if we want to? Well, there is the Popcorn Talk Network. <laughs> and this is actually what everything sounds like. Yeah. The, the, welcome to the mukbang. That's what it's called when Man. you listen to people eat. I really wish I'd gotten mukbang. That's like a real thing. It's like a fetish. Ooh, mukbang. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to figure out what episode to put that at the end of. <laughs> oh, would you look at that? There's a new episode of the Black Cast on my phone, ready to play right now. Listening to Black I don't want to watch what's on the TV. iTunes that put on the BC. Podcasts on, no talking to me. Listening to Black Cast. Keep up on comics and movies. Two phone ring, I answer hoodies. I can't talk, call back if you please. Listening to Black Cast. You don't know what you are missing. Damn fine show hosted by Christian. He's just dope, no ass, I'm kissing. Listening to Black Click subscribe on this podcast. You won't be the first, but don't you be last. Listen while you pumping your gas. Listen into Black Cast. On this episode, it's Jean Grey talking about the things that she say. So distracted, didn't feed Bay. Listen into Black Cast. Met this girl, she smiled in my face. Black Cast in Chile to my place. Had one beer, she brought a whole case. Listen into Black Cast. Cops knock on the door and listen. Black hats on, they think I'm Christian. Cops ran off, now I ain't trippin'. Listen into Black Cast. My point is, listen to this show. Don't need me to tell you it's dope. Rock so hard like Johnny Litho. Listen into Black Cast. Oh yeah, that's the Black Cast. It's on the Ghost Twin TV or whatever. Oh, it's not. Oh, it's on AfterBuzz TV, that's right. With that guy Christian, you rock! Alright, several Texas had to go take care of some business. But I'm here to say, have a nice day. And listen to the damn show. I think that's really the takeaway from that, is listen to the damn show. Awesome. Did you love the damn? I legitimately loved that. That was fucking great. I'm so glad that you uh, were able to uh, catch it. That is from our friend Shareable Texas. He's at Shareable Texas. He's a fan of the Trump Report, uh, which I do for After Buzz TV. And uh, he, I was sort of joking. I was like, oh, great. You made songs about everybody on Trump Report. Where's the song for the black cats? And it took a little while, but then he actually did it. I've been sitting on that for a month wow. because wow. we haven't been here in the After Buzz studio oh, yeah. where I can play it back and we can yeah. all hear it and interact. Uh, and that is the black cats theme song. And there's one fallacy in the song. Yes. He says the podcast is on AfterBuzz TV, which it is not. We use the studios. We're AfterBuzz adjacent, but we're not actually on it. Right. And you know, before we started, I was like, "Look, you know, a guy made this for us." And first of all, I really appreciate it. I like it because it's uh-huh. got my name in it. It's yeah. got the name yeah. of my show. Yeah. Not enough us, though. Yeah, I was gonna say, why is he uh, only Captain on Christian's EO, dick like, uh, and, a, and an Agent Starling um, name drop? So he can always do a sequel or a remix. Um, mm. But Gene Gray was in there. Yeah, Gene thought, Gray was, uh, that was in there. That was, some, that was good. Also, yes, he got a girl he had one beer she had a whole case yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's a, never let this girl go yeah Sherville, uh, texas yeah if yeah Sherville, texas if this girl brings you uh a an case entire case that's a marion kind that's a that's that's a black casting kind of lady that is a black casting kind of lady yeah. and uh Sherville, texas we really appreciate it and this reminds me that uh, i've had this for a month and i haven't sent you your t-shirt yet oh but 
I will send you your T-shirt uh, mm-hmm. now that I finally. And literally, I've had this song for months. I didn't want to like send it to you guys. Have you listened to several? I was like, I gotta wait no, until yeah. we're doing an episode here at the studios uh, because you know before we did our Infinity Cast, mm-hmm. it had been a while since we were all together. We, we were doing we we're doing things at Will's house before the surgery. Yeah, uh, Jeff got a job. J O B didn't sell out. Didn't we talk about? Freestyling on the podcast at some point? Yes, oh. we have talked about it, but not done it. Will Cheryl mm. Texas? This is my question for you. You don't have to write new lyrics, even though Jeff and I were clearly slighted, but it's fine. Will you send us a new beat that we can freestyle wow. to like about cipher. about our own show? Yeah. yeah. So we, we because we, we talked about doing it. He's obviously the music man. Yeah, has made the beats. Yes, we need the beats. He's a musician and avid gamer. If you follow him at Cheryl Texas, yeah. Um, we, if will he hook us up with the thing? Will he give us some that beats we that we can, can freestyle? Like Jeff Duray, Captain EO, in the cockpit. He's got the calm. I got the cockpit because yeah. my cockpit. No, <laughs> see, that's not good. That's not good. But you yeah. biting, not writing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. I was biting, not writing. That's true. Uh, yeah. Uh, so there's there's a lot of things that uh, we can do with I it. I think we're going to start teasing this freestyle episode, and people are going to start asking for it. You can't run from this. But now the question becomes: Should we use the entire listening to Black Cast at Mom's the beginning of every episode? Black Cast. Should I do little snippets? Like because it's like an hour, an hour. It's a minute and forty five seconds. This is it's long. That's a lengthy. If song. every episode starts with that, should maybe I, he'll send us I, like a hook, just the hook. If we could get the hook, should I put it at the end? No. Like, okay. Here's. It, this is there is already a precedent for this. It's called the theme for Th- Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, okay. that's a great point. There's it's, a full length version. Of by the way, I, in exactly. addition to our freestyle, you just gave me the idea. I would like us to do a version of the Fresh Prince theme, but about us. Oh, yeah. So, well, this is a story <laughs> all about how three. Fa- <laughs> that was a call. Smell you a, later. That was a callback oh, to the guys call, in the studio. That's just for us. Sometimes the jokes are really inside. Yes. And so you know, inside. Remember that thing none of you ever heard? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, and we laughed and we laughed and we laughed. <laughs> Anyway, we got a little bit of a mixed bag here uh, for the course of this episode of the Blackcast. Anyway, thanks again, Shareable Texas. Please follow him at Shareable Texas. Oh, I'm following him right now. Look at that. And Jeff has like, you know, a billion followers. Yeah. So if he I'm, follows I'm going to blow this fool up. Oh, you're going to blow him up. Uh, so oh, no, Not like that. Sorry. Oh, yeah. No. no. no whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. We're going to get that human <laughs> beatbox. DJ Starling. DJ Tanner. Is there a DJ named DJ Tanner? There should be. DJ It's in pop star never stop. Full house music. Yeah. Get it? Full house music. DJ Tanner. Did I do that? I'm pretty sure it did. This is the point where we should just drop all three mics and we just walk out. Like we're house music, yeah, <laughs> yes. full house music. And if you want that kind of I wit- like witticism, this character and like get a wig and like a hat, and like fuck, you just keep your shit really clean, like Danny Tanner. Yeah, DJ yeah. Tanner. DJ Tanner. Yeah. For this kind of witticism, you can follow at Wilson <laughs> underscore on Twitter. And the motivation My dad was like, "Walk the dog." I was like, "No, dog. I'm not your. I'm not gonna play by your." Rules, you're the man, man. <laughs> A parent-themed bullshit. Is, you, like that? is, your, is your dog named Comet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe it oh, is. Oh, the Vomit Comet. 
I'm gonna at, start doing this. I'm gonna start writing full house theme raps. It's like a and song call myself about DJ Tanner. I don't see, see any go, reason why you shouldn't see do this. See if I can go Yo, viral. I'm Danny Tanner. Yeah. I'm cleaning up the house. I see a comet vomit, and you know <laughs> it's not a mouse. That shit ain't quiet. <laughs> Who's gonna break it down? <laughs> Cut it out. See, and then he'll do like yeah. a, it'll be like with um, oh, Dave Pia's character. Who I, Joey. We gotta use some Uncle Jesse music. It's like the bass for this house music. So DJ you can use Tanner. Oh yeah, <laughs> you can use some Beach Boy. Drumming from uh, yep. Uncle Jesse. Look, I don't think is, we need to. I'm actually like getting really hype <laughs> on these ideas. I don't yeah. know that we ever need to have a creative idea ever again. This is what we should devote all of our lives to. I'm gonna start the Twitter account right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's the account gonna be? Fucking at DJ Tanner. At DJ. Wait. A DJ Tanner EDM God. There's some DJ Tanner out there. There's already a DJ. He's only Tanner. got 559 followers though. Loser. Loser. Not a real guy. Um, <laughs> I bet he doesn't even have any bots. Yeah, I know. He has, nobody's bought any fake followers for him. But speaking of buying fake followers, oh. you can follow Jeff Duray at Jeff Duray. Bot so, bots. I'm going to start the DJ Tanner thing and then only and then pay for tons of followers so it looks like I got a lot of followers. Yeah. Let's try to build this shit up. It's the greater love of the family. <laughs> <laughs> Days go by. I just want to live in this moment. I don't ever want it to end. There'll be a point a few weeks from now where I'm editing this and I'm like, oh my god, no, how can we ever talked about wait, that since on then? On SoundCloud, there's a DJ Tanner. Okay, oh, screw, all right, screw the whole thing. Burn it down. We'll be DJ Urkel. Yeah. DJ Urkel. It's fucked. Burn it all down. Kill it if you have to. It, well, that'll make it stronger. Uh, and hey, does anybody want to follow me on Twitter? No? Well, you can do it anyway at Christian DMZ. And don't forget the Blackcast is at Blackcast. B L A D T C A S T. There's a hard D. Well, yeah, please. That's all we have. The only D we have on the Blackcast is hard D. getting older, but he's always hard on the D. We've always got hard D here on the Blackcast. And of course, like the Blackcast on Facebook. Blackcast.com, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. Like I said, it's going to be a little bit of a mixed bag today. Magically, throughout the course of the conversation, you're going to have to listen keenly. There'll be moments where you'll hear Captain EO, and then you'll be like, hey, he, he hasn't talked in a while. He's a quiet. Where'd he go? And, you know, there's some theories as to what that is. We will welcome your theories by sending us, you could email us at blackcast at gmail.com. I haven't given that out in years, mm -hmm. but it's still there. I used it for something. I, I don't know. I junk mail or something. Free coupons from Boston Market, probably. But whatever. You can send us your thoughts. Where do you think the Captain EO goes? And if if you'd like to draw a sketch of what he's doing when he's gone from the podcast, let us know. Okay, so uh, if you this is like the upside down answers at the end of the, the magazine, so if you don't want to know the truth, Oh, yeah. Answer. yeah. Tune out. I was soloing in the bathroom. <laughs> DJ Tanner. DJ Tanner. Solo in the bathroom. <laughs> hey, like a solo breaker. Anyway, I hate to pull away from any of this. Listen. But, you know, I think that uh, we should really get to the business at hand. Now, Jeff. You have a little story I know you'd like to tell. All right. So first, I just want to... Should we eat popcorn while we hear oh, your story? Duh, you okay. All right. So I just want to I just want to point out first that uh, I have additional content that I'll be bringing for us uh, in future Blackcasts, oh, which is reading the messages between this person, oh, this these great. two people. Yeah. And so, you're just... Are you going to... You Well, you tell the story however you need to about yeah. who the people are and you keep... The, yeah. yeah. So, I want to know who the actual people are. Well, he'll tell you later. Yeah, oh. this, well, no, this is the... I'll I want to know before the story is heard, so... Okay, good. We're going to we're gonna do this behind the scenes. All right, excellent. Continue. So, 
So, Natasha. Oh, well, that's what I was going to write. Yeah, my girlfriend. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling this story. I don't know okay. the context. So, Natasha um, formerly was a, in a lesbian relationship in okay. college. Okay. And uh, I know I'm not supposed to be excited about that anymore, but I'm sorry. That's fine. Just, I'm going to always be excited. Somebody who is heterosexual, has the lesbian relationship. That's always exciting. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will stop talking about so it. because it's super normal creepy. for girls, but we yeah. Well, yeah. but, <laughs> although I would say this lasted like years, so oh. it's like a little bit longer okay, than like the typical thing. Okay, yeah. it was a, it was a long lasting relationship. They like traveled Ireland together, doing oh. like a semester abroad, doing um, it's like what some farming thing. I can't remember what it's called. Woofing. And um, I'm sorry, what? Woofing? It's called woofing. It's like a world association of like organic farms or something. Um, and so it's like you, you kind of, it's kind of like staying in hostels, but it's not hostels. You're like staying at people's farms to do contracted, like easy work, but you're also getting to travel around. So she did a lot of stuff with this person. I think they even moved out to LA together after the end of uh, college. And her girlfriend was just like an alcoholic. And I guess, I don't know. I think it's from, from the impression I got, it's like kind of emotionally abusive because just, you know, how shitty people are when they're like drunk all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. And especially if a relationship's falling apart. So she broke up with this person close to five years ago at this point. It's right. been a while. In the entire time that we've been dating, which is now over two years, she had, she will every so often receive, uh, uh, I think mostly just through Facebook message. There might have been some text messages, uh, but mostly just Facebook messages. But these long fucking, like a full fucking page ad in yeah. a newspaper long like it takes a while to get. You'll you'll see eventually when I'm when I can uh, read I one of these. I cannot wait. To, I'll yeah. have to find one of my particularly favorite because they are very long, so I can't just like do a bunch of them. Right. I'll have to like find a couple. And and you'll probably have to go through for some highlights. Yeah. And, you know, this reminds me of a, of a blog we used to. Read. Just, that's that's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, is, she, what I was channeling. is she killing it in her career? I'm gonna bet no. I'm gonna bet no. So so we've been getting all these messages. Um, and so what happened is uh, accidentally. Recently, a couple months ago, um, so, so she's known for a while that she's going to have to see this person because their mutual friend is got married recently. Okay, so they uh, her ex girlfriend was in the wedding party, and obviously we attended the wedding. Yes, so we knew we were going to have to see her. So she was uh, ramping up her crazy messages, the ex, um, to Natasha leading up to it because and we, she like loves and misses her. Yeah, like long diatribes about like. I, we are souls intertwined forever and eternity, and we will find each other again. That kind of bullshit. Sure. Um, yeah. And so uh, we accidentally, like, you know, if you read through a Facebook message on your phone, if you, like, hold down on it too long, it, like, comes up with options, like, to like the message oh, and this yeah. and that. Weird. But you can't, like, I didn't not. That. Yeah, right. you can't, like, not do you it. You can't unlike it. Yeah, so yeah. we accidentally like liked and or unliked this thing as we were just trying to scroll no, through it. No. So there was all these like fucking accidental reactions to it. By the time we got to the bottom, we were like, why is there a thumbs up? Why is there a thumbs up? And so Natasha finally responded because that's the other thing. She just wouldn't respond because it's like, okay, go away. I mean, she responded a few times, but mostly it was like, I'm not interested. Please stop. Yeah. Like, and then silence. And then the messages are like, your silence is abusive and terrible. Oh, How yeah. could you ignore me? It's like, because you're being a fucking crazy person. Well, yeah, yeah that's that's usually how you get ignored, um, being crazy. So, so, uh, so 
so she, we actually did the uh, accidentally had the reaction. So then she sent a message that was like, "Hey, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like thumbs up or thumbs down that. Like, that was totally by accident. But like, I think I've been pretty clear that I'm not interested. Like, please stop." So then she gets another one back that's like called straight up calls her a cunt and stuff. Like, is all mad. Wow. Yeah. And then we get another one shortly after that that's like, "I'm sorry. I love you." Blah blah blah. So all this is leading up to this wedding, and we're just like, fuck, we're going to have to see this person in person at this wedding. It's going to be super awkward. Like, what's going to happen? Kind of, I she's dreading it. I'm not going to lie. I was super uh, anticipating it because I thought it would be so much fun and hilarious. Like, yeah. this. This, this is how I knew about it was the way that you're talking about it now. I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be great. Yeah. And you did tell me that, I, well, you'll talk about I know how it went. And uh, I was like, well, I still, I still want this to become part of the narrative yeah. of the uh, podcast because I want those letters or whatever, yeah. those, those messages. The, right? mes- the messages will be great. Um, but yeah, so we go to the wedding. She's in the bridal party, the, the ex. So it's like, of course, when we sat down for the, the ceremony itself, we totally, because she wasn't up there by this point, but end up being in direct line sight, like straight fucking beam between her and yeah. Natasha. So they're like, she's staring at Natasha and all this shit. And it's just like, oh, great. And if, if she were able to shoot laser beams out of her eyes, uh, you would have been vaporized instantly? Probably. But then this is the... So the unfortunate part is there was no real drama. She never came over and talked to us at all. Like avoided Which us the whole time. I guess in these kind of situations is not well, entirely unexpected. Yeah. Sometimes that's what's like. Well, I'm actually in the room, so forget it. Yeah. yeah. Well, she so she didn't totally avoid us. It was a little bit of both. Like she didn't make the active pursuit, and when we made sure not to intentionally go over to wherever she was, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, but the the other thing was that she had, I guess, been uh, pawned off onto like one of the groomsmen. So it's like she's also by. And um, I, I don't even know in this day and age, am I allowed to ring the bell for that or not? I just don't, I don't even know. Yeah, well, see, Jeff did, so you know, it doesn't matter. Bye-bye. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so she was like all the fuck over this groomsman, like oh, dancing on the floor, yeah, like okay. hard grinding, like making out and all this shit. But the thing was, it was such a fucking obvious, like show mm-hmm. it was so clearly like do you see what i'm doing this could be us but it's not us but it's me and him and did the thing happen where it made you jealous because you wanted to bang that dude uh obviously yeah i thought so i was just i, I don't know i mean i know these are obvious questions but, sometimes, but, but well wanna... not that's actually not true i did not want to bang that dude i wanted to be banged by that dude because mm-hmm. i am a power bottom where good. all the powers derive good. from Rare the bottom but very I, important yeah, yeah i mean because without the bottom you know it's just not gonna happen it's called it's, foundation mm-hmm <laughs> the bedrock of a healthy relationship. Yeah, exactly. We're yeah. building the foundation uh, of the Black Hester. So, uh, so there was no actual interaction, but it could happen at some point. Well, so after that, we got like a message that was like, oh, it's nice to see you. And we were like, oh, cool. Like, it's past. We're on the other side of this. And I was like, oh, it's a little lame, but all right, good. Like, it's better to like not have people with their feelings hurt and blah, blah, blah. Nope. By the next day, it was like, <laughs> I love you. Why? Why can't we see each other? Ah! <laughs> I, 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 w- at any point, uh, did she detail how it was torture to have to be in the room with her and not be able to? Uh... Kind of. It's like, oh, you mesmerizing blue eyes. Like, seize the right, love to be fair, to mesmerizing blue eyes. Yeah, I mean, that's okay. That's fine, yeah. you know. It's you, can, just, you can get lost in the eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm lost in both of your eyes right now. I don't know where to look. Because I just don't know. Will's like, these. 
Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, that's unfortunately that's like the that was all that really happened with the wedding. Like we just we had all this anticipation and the no payoff. Damn. And then there's still like the love. And so I'm saying these these messages are pretty funny in terms well, at least for me, the way I read them, because that's how we do it. All of this is she gets a message, she lets me know. Then we go take it to the computer now so that we don't have that same issue with accidental likes and such. And then I do a dramatic reading of it. You know, honestly, that's the biggest takeaway is, and by the way, I can't wait for the dramatic readings to happen here on the podcast. Oh. We have not had dramatic readings in a long time, so mm -hmm. I'm glad that we have a new source. What was the last one that happened? Uh, the last one? Well, you know, we had uh, very early on in the run of the podcast, we had Larry O'Connor read uh, Hate Mail from Paul P. Oh, we did that's a dramatic right. reading of that. And we did used to go to a certain blog about someone who was killing it in her career. Yes. I, uh... I can ab I could probably pretty easily just get Natasha's login and, and read it here. Another option, if people would be so uh, interested, is I could probably do some like at home homework and do mm. some readings of these on uh, my little handheld. Give you some little clips, little clips, you, and you can clip them out. You know, like a you can you, you could probably do it on on Twitter for all of your followers. I, I could, but I could do it in. Um in a Scottish accent, which I hear is impeccable. Yes. The, the, a woman who is from... Scotland. Uh, Scotland. Yeah. Um, very particular about Scottish accents. Has told me, via her husband, my Scottish accent. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So what's going to happen is I'm going <laughs> to print out that, yeah. I'm gonna print out at least three of okay. these messages. Great. And each of us has to oh. pick a voice and do a read-through. All, All right. right. Coming up on a broadcast very I soon. I can't wait until Sean Connery <laughs> gives his reading uh, of, of that. You know, uh, Will is referencing a, a past broadcast where uh, it was actually your, like, second day of work. So, you know, you were too busy yeah. to hang out at Will's house with us and my friend Brad, who feels like he knows you because he listens to the broadcast, but he doesn't actually know you. And mm. he was looking forward to meeting you. So I, mean, I like... I'm sorry, Brad. I feel I, bad. I like to bad keep it... Brad. I like to keep kicking it down the road, you know? We... Uh, Mary Jane Watson kept missing Peter Parker for a long time. Mm. You and Brad will fall in love one day. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Just, Wait, just not yet. What's my line like... <laughs> it'll be worth it, Tiger. Yeah, yep. exactly. It'll be <laughs> yeah. worth it, Tiger. The jackpot. But, uh, you just when, hit the jackpot, You know, when we tiger, did that episode, it, it was criminal because we kind of talked a lot about hip-hop and a little bit yeah. of, like, the history of hip-hop. What? And the person missing Son of a bitch. was, was the voice random. of the hottest hip-hop in the bean. Yeah. 88.9 WERS and WERS.org. It's your boy, Frank Castle, a.k.a. The Punisher. You just listened to Rex. Say goodnight. <laughs> <laughs> and all of that was missing. But, you know, we were talking about the uh, Beastie Boys License to Ill album, which, uh, you know, Brad had the, the – he was coming from the point of view that it's all just sort of, you know, very un-PC now and it's just all so wrong. But – I don't know. I listened to some of it because I put some uh, little snippets of those songs in that episode, and I'm like, well, the rhymes are still good, you know? It's just annoying. I don't like the voices they use on that album. I like their later later albums better, you know? Um, That's fair. I mean, Donald Glover, who's very popular right now, has some very- You mean Lando? Yeah, Lando Calrissian yeah, has some you. extremely early albums that if you ever want to like check out the evolution of an artist, listen to the album I Am Not a Rapper by uh, Childish Gambino or Don Donald Glover, whatever he's calling himself at that point. Wait a minute, Childish Gambino is Donald Glover? Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm not even pretending for the sake of the podcast. Yeah, I saw 
uh, Saturday Night Live, it, whatever the day Where it is. was Donald Glover, Donald Glover and, and Childish yeah. Gambino. So he's now, I, now, to be fair, and performing. To be fair, <laughs> I haven't watched it yet, so it's not like I saw it and didn't get it. Like when Garth Brooks and Chris Gaines were on, I got that. All right, I knew that Chris Gaines was his alter ego rock star character, but. Literally, right now is when I'm finding that out. But you're saying that the early albums were a little too childish for Childish Gambino. Uh, yeah. They, well, his vo- he used he went more in like the nerdcore rap style. Oh, okay. So if you were familiar with that, it was more like a. His, I'll try and do like a little impression. He was more like he, he do he did a lot of like calls where he'd be like ah. <laughs> I do not talk. I am just a rapper. It's like a high, yeah. nerdy voice like that. And he's like straight up raps like that. Wow. It's a shorter, it's, this is, these were more of him like developing his style. But right. this is like pre the EP, which is when he really started blowing up in 2011. Okay. He's got a couple of these albums. There's a good song that's, um, it just uses, do you know the Grizzly Bear song, Two Weeks? Mm-mm. You might recognize it if you heard it, but he just basically raps over that. And the song's called Bitch Look At Me Now. Okay. Uh, and it, the, obviously, like the titular line is like, that female dog is blind, so bitch, look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's sort of an interesting point that I was uh, ultimately going to make. And, you know, we had talked a long time when we were doing the show with Brad, and also you weren't here. And I just thinking about all of those things, I, I mean, ultimately, like, at what point can you not be held responsible for something that was in the moment? You know, mm-hmm. I think that uh, Bill Maher, I didn't actually see the episode, but I saw like the little clip. Uh, there, you know, Molly Ringwald wrote this piece about the Breakfast Club and yeah. just, you know, basically what the problem was with it. And what Bill Maher said is like, stop criticizing old movies for not being woke enough. Yeah. You know, in the moment. And then we did talk a little bit about that. Right. You know, we talked about that they use the F word for homosexuals in like The Goonies, a kid's movie for God's yeah. sake. Yeah. The N word in, right. in Bad News Bears. And that doesn't make it right now, but you're just, you know, don't say like, oh, this person at this time was a terrible person right. because of this. I don't, you know, I don't think any less of the Beastie Boys because they did silly albums about, you know, how they wanted to just be with a lot of girls you know i mean it's probably there you know it's still out there you know that people still like to do that I, I don't know but i mean do you find it hard will to revisit music tv you know, movie when you come across something like that are you able to just like i do just like oh that was a different time it depends on on how it's framed because sometimes you do come across it and you're like it feels kind of malicious even still. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, oh, and they thought that they were really going for like a cheap joke. But you you know how much I love Frasier. Yeah. And that started in 1993. And so, and it went to 2004, I think. Still even in the 90s, a good portion of their jokes are sexist and limited in certain knowledge. And I like the way they treat Roz and different little things. But there's something about the energy and the, and the quality and the air of the show that never felt malicious. You know what I mean? I do think that there's that feeling. And a lot of people, it's like Norman Lear, and I, um, with All in the Family and stuff, and like Archie Bunker was a parody character anyway, but like the, there's so much stuff in the past that it's there. We learn from the past. Yeah. And if we don't learn from our past, then we are what? Destined to repeat it, right? Yes. That's what they say. But it, you can't incinerate the past in an attempt. Like I remember I have a friend, um, a gay friend of mine, who was like, I can't watch old movies because of the way they treated homosexuals and which i can understand yeah for that person you're just like yeah i don't want to i don't want to see that but i but so i said well have you ever thought about watching movies with like rock hudson or montgomery clift and a couple other actors because they were obviously notoriously in the closet but but there's still an underlying current of what they did for 
gays in the industry. And they're still not always go there's it's like we feel like we'll never have this full equal representation but we, we don't get to the present without the past and so all of these things had to happen all these quote-unquote mistakes or missteps had to be made and you had to have all these things happening in the moment to get us to the present it doesn't change overnight and it doesn't happen um without some missteps along the way so if we're going to be like i i will not consume anything from the from the past that's just sort of like being willing to be ignorant, which is what a lot of people then I think on the left sort of accuse the right of being because you sort of see the same energy where it's like, well, I don't want to change, you know? Yeah. We got to, we got to, well, we got to have a, a movie about a black superhero now because we got to start doing that. Like you, that was the pushback you'd see with like things like Black Panther and stuff where it's like, I understand that you think that this is in your face PC, but do you also realize that there's not this movie? You know what I mean? For like a whole culture of people in the world? Right. They're, they're, they're finally getting their movie. Right. And that's why when we, we talked about it, I, I think it actually wasn't the episode where I talked about it with you and Jeff. It was when I spoke with Alexis and Shalico. There was some backlash against Black Panther the movie because there were no gay or trans characters in it. And it was just like, mm. hey, hey. They're getting their turn now. Yeah. This is their movie. Right. Let them make their movie. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe, and I guess because there, there were some uh, some gay characters that could have been included, I guess sure. was sort of what it was. It was like, they'll get there. It, it, you know, just you, you have to take these steps sometimes. And don't tear down the thing that is huge for, you know, another segment of the population that has felt marginalized yeah. just because another group is like, yeah, but... What about us as well? Like, right. why are we not also included into that? But I think to go back to what you're talking about, though, sort of seeing sort of things that are made in the moment, you know, forever, for, you know, my, my whole life, the TV version of Amos and Andy was yeah. not in reruns, not in syndication, whatever. They, it was taken out, I think, actually, it was probably on at some point in my life, but it was taken out in like the early 80s. There were just enough people got together and were like, you know, we really shouldn't do, do this. So I saw it when I was in college, though. It was sort of like a, hey, we're going to watch this as like a like sociological. Experiment. Yeah. And it's not, look, I'm not black, so I'm not going to say that, like, oh, what's the problem? No, I understand exactly what the problem was, but it's not what I thought it was. I thought it was going to be really bad. Yeah. I thought it was going to be really broad. Like, and there are some characters who are a little too much, but it's like, well, you know, Good Times is just as broad as Amos and Andy was, mm -hmm. you know, and I guess people are also critical of that, yeah. which I guess is also another Norman Lear show, right. I, I believe. Right. So, uh, and it's just, it's interesting. So you don't feel, you know, look, did the people who make Amos and Andy, were they racist? I, I can't say that they weren't. Yeah. But I don't think that week in, week, at, week out, people were coming from a bad place. Right. It's just that's the level where you're like, you know what? At this point, no, we shouldn't do that. Now, the radio version of Amos and Andy was white guys doing the voices. Yes. I can completely understand the problem with that. And look, I understand the problem with the TV version either yeah. uh, as well. But, uh, you know, I think that that's in a, that comes from a much worse place, yeah. you know, is that yeah. you have white guys doing these black voices. Right. Which, in this day and age, white guys don't do any black voices. Yeah, you know? and there's also there's also a really bad trend in, in Hollywood that's always existed, which is this desire to sort of rewrite history as this kind of, like, historical fiction where racism is, like, this easily conquerable thing, where we're still dealing with it and will be dealing with it forever. Um and so you have a movie like Lincoln and the way that people talk about Lincoln and the way that they ended slavery and all that kind of stuff. Lincoln never thought that blacks were on the same level as whites. He always thought that they Correct. were lesser class, less intelligent, and less deserving of things. 
he just thought like well, we probably shouldn't own them as people. Yeah. Like, but they're not as good as us. Yeah. But like, we don't need to be hurting them the right. way it's, that we're hurting them. And so it's, it's like it, let them go. You know what I mean? Like they were just a lesser species to yeah, him. Yeah, it's the idea of, of segre- segregation. It's right. like they're people. Right. But they're not going to get to use our water fountain. Correct. You know. So I think that uh, Lincoln would have been right there with that. You know. So, it, but when you see the way that people talk about him, reference him, and you look at movies like Lincoln, you're like, no, no. We're like same. Um, Tommy Lee Jones' character like goes back to lay in bed with his wife, who's a black woman, and is like, "Read it to me again," because he's like going to die and is blind. And I'm like, I can almost guarantee it fucking didn't go down like that. Yeah. Um, this beautiful love story that took place in the fucking late 1800s after <laughs> yeah. the Civil War. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Just like, fuck. No, no. And that drives me crazy. Be, but but then I have so many friends who are like, I can't. Like, what one of my buddies, Chris, he's like. Yes, these movies like speak to us culturally. He's like, but I can't see another fucking slavery movie. He's like, I just don't need it anymore. Like, now we should go forward. Like, I've seen enough movies about my people and their history being beat up and whipped and all this stuff. Like, I kind of don't want to see that anymore. Yeah, I mean, I would say that, you know, again, completely like whitest of the white guys. I would say a movie like 12 Years a Slave is very important, but equally important in a completely different way is Black Panther because it mm-hmm. is moving forward. Yep. It's like, look, hey, black superhero. Hey, and by the way, Infinity War, they didn't they didn't make him go first yeah. so that he could get picked off. Right. You know, he's he's standing there with everyone, right. you know. They, or, they're the Earth's mightiest heroes. They're all standing there together. And a movie like Moonlight. Yes. Which does two things at the same time. That does do really, the two things at the same really time. Remarkable. Which I thought was a great movie. It's it's another one of those ones where, you know, in the basically only like a year since, people are like, Yeah, but was it really that good? I was like, I don't know. Ec- but yes, but but La La Land was was garbage. Yes. You know? So In hindsight, you yeah. go back and rewatch uh Moonlight and you're like, Fuck. Yeah. It, and you see La La Land and you're like they're not even good at singing and dancing. I I actually <laughs> turned off La La Land after an hour and yeah. everybody's like, Ah, you cut you saw it. You know, you get yeah, it. You, you see the opening number? Yeah. You're set. I, I felt like I, because even at that point, I'm like, oh boy, I sure like that opening number. It's the best one yeah. in the whole movie. And so, you know, I didn't I didn't know that I that I needed it anymore. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. It was I just, didn't mean to get us off too off topic, but, no, I, but I think that Bill Maher is right because what are we supposed to do with history? However, we should know context and appreciate these things yeah. and, and start to understand them more. Um and it's not to say that like we should go back and start to laugh at these jokes and be like, well, we should still. That to me is the problem with the "Make America Great Again" statement. Is it sort of implies this desire to go back to when you felt less uncomfortable because there was less social change. Yes. Because more people were muted and silenced, and because when they start to speak out and have voices, um, you're like, oh, I, this is weird. My bubble is like feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah. The world is bigger than my my view of it. But we can't go back and burn everything to the ground, but we also can't go back and think that we can still operate within that attitude. And my argument against Make America Great that I've had this whole time is I kind of thought it was great already. It's supposed to be – It's it's even though it's shitty every day it feels like, yeah. it's always in the process it's of great. getting better. Yeah. It's it's better than even other good countries. Yes. You know, it's it's better than Canada. Sorry, Canada. It's better than the UK. Sorry, UK. You know, but it's like – it's great. Sure. Is it the best? I don't know. I'd li- personally, I'd like to live in Wakanda. That's just me. Yeah, look. look I, yeah, all if that I could, fucking technology. Yeah, I, exactly. But, uh, you know, I, I don't think they're looking for me no. to, to move to Wakanda. But anyway no. – uh, If Martin yeah. Freeman dies – 
They'll pick you. <laughs> I'm the next on the list. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I'm very <laughs> Hobbit-like. Uh, so I, I don't know. It was just, yeah, we definitely got off on this little tangent here, but it was it stems from sort of that looking back and like, I don't know, I can listen to License to Ill and there are songs on it that I don't think I ever liked. Yeah. And then some of it is annoying. But to me, like a song like Girls is funny. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like in the moment, yeah, you're like, this is 1986. This is, this is a different world. Mm-hmm. But it's like, we've talked a lot about the band Kiss on this show. Mm-hmm. You read those lyrics? Yeah. First of all, there's a song called Christine 16. Mm-hmm. Well, that that is certainly not a sentiment that you can go out and share these days. Right. You know? Right. And uh, still a pretty catchy song, but I don't support the idea of Gene Simmons slowing down, especially now that he's like 70, yeah. but slowing down in his car and like... When I saw you getting off the bus oh that day. Oh, my God. The fact that that's the lyric. And he's what? When this song comes out, 30? He's probably 30 at that point. Yeah. that's I'm 30 now. Yeah. There's a high school down the street from where I live. I Yeah, I know. There's a Taco Bell right there. Yes, there yeah. is. And many times I've driven by this school when school is getting out. Those kids look so young to me that I the, the idea has never fucking I, entered my I mind. I will do you one better. If you see college kids, yeah, even still, even ones that are old enough to drink, right. you're like, you're well, so there's, there's all these children yeah. here. You're so young. Yeah, and look, I mean, I could very easily have a 21-year-old child because now that I'm 42, the math is very easy. <laughs> you, but yeah. at the same time, you're just like, they're so little. Right. And I don't know. So it's like, I, I, look, do I support the message behind a song like Christine 16? Do mm-hmm. I support a message behind rhyming and stealing? No. I think you should just rhyme and don't steal. Right. Rhyme and spend your money. Yes. You know, but don't steal. That's like a mu- muscle that makes you want to flex. But songs about sex, like, let's, come on. It's, in, put, it's, it's yeah, in everything. Hey, instead of putting the X in sex, yeah. how about we put the love in sex? The love in sex or the, the C in consensual sex. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that's really what it all comes down to. Yes. Well, I'm glad we were able to learn from this one. <laughs> anyway, Captain EO, you told us a story a little while ago, and uh, I have a story that I'd like to tell. As you guys know, I ran into our friend Liev when I was in Vegas recently. Yep. I sent you guys a photo from the beginning of the night. Now, some of our Blackcast listeners may have seen a, I guess it's a Twitter live video I filmed from the middle of the evening. Uh, I, young Will Sterling chastised me for using the term Periscope at some point not that long ago. But by the way, when you do Twitter Live, it's actually on Periscope. So it's still Periscope. So Twitter bought Periscope. Yeah, but it's still Periscope. It's still Twitter Live. So, yeah, but it's still Periscope. Right. So, anyway, so, I, so I scoped. Down Periscope. Cool stuff, yeah, bro. I scoped with Leah. Okay, and there he is with the popcorn, and it makes me want to eat it, but I'm not going to eat it because I'm going to talk. So I knew that the the weekend that my wife and I were in Las Vegas, it grew out of this idea that we're like, oh, you know, Heather's going to go back to work. Why don't we take the kids somewhere? And then her parents are like, oh, we'll watch the kids for the weekend. Whoa, you watch kids for the weekend? Well, we're going to Vegas then. So we went to Vegas, and I realized like the day before, oh, Liev's going to Vegas too. So I'm like, oh, well, that would be fun to meet up with him for a little while. For a Go Country event? Or he he was there. He was there for the uh, the Country Music Awards. Okay. The, I believe that's the one. There are a couple of different Country Music Awards. I think this is the one that's actually called the CMAs, the Country Music Awards. Okay. So that's what he was there for. And uh, I knew he was actually staying sort of across the street from where our timeshare was, mm-hmm. or Heather's parents' timeshare. So we were very close to him, but you know, across the street in Vegas is kind of relative because you got to go, you got to go down to go across. Go, but it was one of those like, okay, well, we'll meet up at some point. And as Saturday night started to unfold, I was like, oh, okay, we're never going to actually see this guy. 
because we had dinner. We went to uh, Il Molino, a fine Italian restaurant that uh, recommended by uh, Dennis Miller of Red Circle Sports and the Dennis Miller Option. And uh, he uh, and he's right; it's a great restaurant. And then we saw the Michael Jackson Cirque du Soleil beforehand. So, like during these different stops that we had, mm-hmm. Bujenski was like, "Oh, okay, well maybe I'll meet up with you guys before." And I'm like. He's not going to come to Mandalay Bay to meet up with us before the Michael Jackson Cirque du Soleil, which is very good, but is not as good as the Beatles one, just in case anybody's wondering. It's uh, if you've seen the Beatles one twice like I have, go ahead, spend your money. If you've seen neither of them, go to the Beatles one. Okay. So uh, I was just like, all right, there's a lot of taxing with Bajanski. We're probably not going to see him. And he'd even said, like, I kind of wanted to get down to Mandalay Bay. I'm like, really? Well, we're going to be there uh, for the, the Cirque du Soleil. But then he had an event that he had to do. It was inside a bar. At, uh, it was the New York, New York. And there was a band playing. And he was inside, and there was a long way and a long line. I'm like, all right, so this is typical Bajensky. I'm just, we're going to be here. We're going to play some slot machines, and he's not going to come out. We're not going to see him. That'll be the end of the night. But... He was working, so he actually wasn't having as much fun. Of course, he was drinking because yes. when you guys saw him, you know, when we he was had sober. him, yeah. yeah, no, he's back to being like hardcore fun, Bobby, at this point. So uh, he Frank was Frank the Tank. Yeah, he was yeah. definitely Frank the Tank. He was drinking, he was having fun, was, smoking cigarettes. Y- yes, by the way, yes, constantly yeah. uh, chain smoking them. And so he met up with us, and you know, we want to have a drink. You guys want to go uh, to another casino or whatever. So we ultimately went back to the we did meet up with him he got us some drinks and that took a while because he had free drink tickets he needed to use um this is the frugal part of the evening where he didn't want to spend a lot of money so he wanted to use up his drink tickets he finally met up with us and we go back to the casino he's staying in which used to be called the monte carlo it is now the park uh by mm, mgm i think they own like everything now so we go there with him um We've all gambled with Liev before. I've been present while gambling. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. But I, I, yeah. By the way, I did not do any gambling. I Because I don't want to get him in trouble, like I don't think that uh, Brit is going to listen. Let's say that he had $10 in his wallet, okay? okay? Uh-huh. So he had $10 that he wanted to gamble. Yes. Okay? And... Uh, the way that he can go through ten dollars is very fast. Okay, yes, we're talking. I've, I've seen. It we've happen. seen that ten dollars go like that. Oh yeah. Uh, that happened with those ten dollars, and I mentioned that I had to go cash in a ticket to get a to get one dollar back that I had won. Okay. I had won one dollar. Okay. Nice. Okay. So. I did that, and I loaned it to him. I'm like, man, I feel terrible about this because I'm gonna, my, my wife's gonna see me lose this dollar. But he did, he did pay me back. So he pays me back, and uh, he goes up to his room, and you know the way that he tends to spend his money when he's doing these things is very fast. He'll go, he'll get up, he'll get up really big actually, and he'll have a lot of money. And then it's like, hey, come on, don't you want to pocket? I, I did this. I was like, don't you want to pocket some of those chips? And you know, and then we'll go. You know, we talked about some things we do. It's like, do you want to go to White Castle with us? Do you want to go do this or that? You yeah. know, it's like, there's a few things that we could have done with a big pocket full of money or even chips that could later turn into money. And he was like, no, he was really determined to lose that. Uh, what did I say? Ten dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the ten dollars was already gone fairly quickly. Okay. But you know, he had drinks, so he was having fun. He was smoking, uh, but it was gone pretty quickly. So then I was like, all right, well, you know, let's go do some other things. He's like, no, no, no. I I have more money in the room. So he went up to the room to get $30. Okay. Okay? So uh, he got $30. In cash? 
Just yes, he room? had it. Yeah, in his room. Okay. Yeah, which you know, sitting the, next to all his assault rifles. Well, interesting, <laughs> oh, interesting comment. Ooh, interesting <laughs> comment. But uh, he had friends staying in the room. So good, good friends, by the way. Yes. That you can just leave thirty dollars laying out there, yeah. and they won't take it. Um, I don't know that I would leave thirty dollars out for myself. So you know, because I would take it from mm -hmm. me. And it was stunning how quickly that uh, thirty dollars was gone. But wow. during this, there's a great moment. He is doing really well. The dealer at that table was named Norman, and I remember it because he had some really bad dealings at the tables beforehand. Uh, money gone like almost instantly. You know, you get that in blackjack. This is what he's playing. He's playing blackjack the whole time. Yeah. So in blackjack, you can lose your money before you even get a card. You know, it was just him at all the tables. Like he didn't want to go to tables where anyone else was at. Yeah. Uh, but you can lose your money before you even get to draw a card because of the fact that if they get twenty one, you don't get cards. Yeah. You know, so uh, you know it's pretty quickly that that some of that money was gone. But when we got to Norman's table, he was up so big. I mean, I think he had more than tripled his money at that point. And you know, we're talking about like you know ninety dollars. That's almost a hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. And like, man, that's the point where I would be like. What a great night this was. You know yeah. what? Let's go buy a bottle of something expensive and sit around and talk about the old days. Let's do that. That'll be fun. But no, he was determined to make sure that his $30 did, in fact, not last. So he loses most of that $90, but ends up walking away from the table with the 30 he started with. Good job. Well done, sir. Then, at the next table, he lays it out all at once. All $30. And I'm still trying to get him out of the casino. Like, come on, let's go. Nope. And there are points in this evening where after that's gone, he went to go get more money out of his bank account. And that's when I'm trying to be the good friends. Like, after you know, the $30. You, yeah, after the $30. Yeah. Are you sure you want to do so this? So wait, he lost all $40 at this point? $40 all gone. All right. I, got my, I got my $1 back. All right. So, you know, I, 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 I'm just, you know, mesmerized by what I'm watching. And Heather's never seen anything like this before. Yeah. We're just sort of watching that happen. And he has to get more money out of his bank. So, you know, he wants another $10. And, you know, and he does it again later. And, you know, I'm trying to be the good friends. Like, you know, are you sure you want to do this? Like, let's not do that. Let's you know, just keep trying to talk him out, out of doing it. But, you know, enabling to the extent that, like, well, if we walk away, he's going to still do this. Yeah. And let's hang out with him. We, you know, we kind of cleared out this part of the evening. We're going to hang out with him. We're going to watch him do this. So then, you know, he does it more, and he loses money, and then he's done for real. And we're just sitting around, and the money's gone, and, you know, it's not in the way where it was, like, fascinating to watch, but it wasn't fun to watch, you know, because, look, he does all right now, but, you know, I mean, he, he lost he lost $100, and, you know, look. $100 ain't what it used to be, but uh, I, I, it would still hurt if I lost it. So we're sitting around, and, you know, he's not that dejected by it because he's like, eh, you know, I, I'll, I'll go do this appearance, that one, this, that, and, you know, I'll get it all back. And I'm like, all right, sure would have liked to have just kept it, you know, but, uh, you know, he, he, he already has it figured out. But, you know, I don't think he... Would I was just like, well, yeah, but you know, you can tell your girlfriend about this. She's like, oh no. So that's why, you know, we don't think she's going to listen to Blackcast, but that's why, you know, if she does, she's going to know that he lost $100. And uh, so my apologies, Leah, for getting you in trouble for telling the story about how you lost $100. Uh, we're, we'll flash back very quickly to the beginning of the night before he started gambling. Heather had never seen this before. Just the way that he just attracts women to him and just you assume that they know him. Because the way that they come up and they'll start touching him, you know, like, Ooh. hi, you know, like very friendly. Like, Are we sure they're not prostitutes? These were not prostitutes. Okay. Um, 
Because that's they a were, target. They were not the right caliber. This okay. was oh. around the event, like the country music event. Oh, well, then oh, they, so they, they were fans. So, yeah. so yeah. there were fans, but then there were just these girls who was like their birthday and they really wanted to talk to him. And, you know, he's not interested. Yeah. He's he's not a family man now, but he might as well be yeah, because yeah. he's uh, very, very happily. Uh, I was going to use the word betrothed, but I guess he's not. So we had seen sort of that that happy-go-lucky Liev, the, ah, you know, I don't got time for, I don't got time for pussy, you know. I got time to deal with money. So... Then we come back around to after the money's all gone. At this point, it's like one. You know, my wife and I had carved out about that much time. And we figured like, all right, well, you know, don't go take any more money. You, you should probably go home. And he's like, yeah, no, I got something else I want to do. And I'm like, all right. Well, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I don't want to make you guys do it with me. And we're like, well, what do you want to do? Now, you'll remember that Liev was the last time he was in Las Vegas was during the shooting. Mm. So he wanted to go back to where it happened just to kind of look around. And we're, you know, I mean, and I was telling him about it. I was like, you know, it's like, it's not something that I would do on my own, but, you know, I feel like don't go wander over there by yourself. You know, let's, let's go with you. You know, and I even made the comparison. Like, I, look, I have zero interest in ever going to uh, Ground Zero in New York. You know, people who want to, that's great. That's their thing. I just don't, I just don't want to see it. Uh, I, I would never have, have done this, but it's like, well, for him to go and kind of relive what happened, I don't think he should do it by himself. And, of course, he had a case of beer, um. and he bought two new packs of cigarettes. Uh, so we're walking around. It's outside Mandalay Bay. It's kind of like a fenced off area. It's still permanently fenced off, or at least it has been permanently fenced off. And so we're kind of walking around in like, you know, some gravel lots and, you know, on the other side of like train tracks and through apartment complexes and things where we look like the shady characters. But every once in a while you see somebody like, wait, that person might look shadier than us. Right. So he does it and he's talking about it. And it's, uh, you know, it's. It's heartbreaking to hear the account because it's not easy for him, but you could tell he kind of needed to go back. And I think that it's terrible that for work he had to go back to the city where this happened, you know. Uh, but you could he had even referenced it earlier. He had gone during the day with a couple of friends just very quickly, but I think he really wanted to walk around and go through all the places that they went to that night. So it was sort of this very eerie late night wandering around with Liev at that location. And then he's like, well, then, you know, after everything happened, this is the fence we knocked over. And then people ran to this apartment complex. I said, keep running. You know, and he sort of detailed some specific things at the moment. Like he recognized gunfire off in the distance. So he was able to start running sooner than some people had. You know, he's giving you this very personal account. And he has pictures of things on his phone that I didn't want him to show me. But one of the things he did have was what he took the morning after. You could see that the there was a window at the Mandalay Bay that was blown out from this, uh, you know, that had uh, been uh, uh, broken. And it was still broken, so he had a picture of it. So he showed us that just sort of for context as to where things were. And during all of this wandering around, one of the places we went that he and a bunch of the other people, you know, they'd run towards was the airport. McCarran Airport. It's like right there, not far from Mandalay Bay. And what I realized during all of this was just how frighteningly close you can get to the runway at McCarran Airport on the surrounding streets. He pointed out that when people tried to get that fence down, that's when authorities really started to turn up. But he kept trying to find this place they ran to, and we wandered around for a while. This is, you know, three in the morning in Vegas outside, you know. Big, strong Liev keeping us safe, so obviously we didn't have anything to worry about uh, because he's very strong when he has cigarettes and beer. It's kind of like Popeye. You know, mm. Popeye has the, the spinach. He's he, walking around with a case of beer in his hand? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, nice. that's how strong he is. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, and in a case is what 32, 36? Well, no, it was a it was a twelver. Okay, it, it was a twelver. But uh, I think it was uh, you think no, it wasn't bottles. It was cans. I, I this case of beer alcoholism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this story brought to you by Rolling Rock. No, and so he really just wanted to walk around and kind of go through it. And you know, I mean, there are some very personal recollections that he shared and just sort of what he was like and what his girlfriend Britt was like and just other people they were with, and. Just to be there and and see it with somebody, you know, it's it's not something in a million years would I have ever been like, hey, right. we're in Vegas, can you go show us the place? No, because it's not something that I had interest in, and it was it was fascinating, it was it was heartbreaking, it was much more upsetting to actually see it and have him kind of give you some of the details. Uh, so we did this for kind of a while, and we talked a lot. And the the way that any good night ends, we capped it off by heading to the Cosmopolitan, uh, where Egg Slot was still open, where we had delicious nice. breakfast sandwiches at six in the morning. After you have this long night, that's exactly what you needed. And he's eating it, and he's like, "Are, are you going to get a second one?" And I'm like, "No, I think I'm good with one." He's like, "Oh, okay." And I was like, "Oh, that was the wrong answer. I should have said yes." <laughs> um, I don't know. So you know, for uh, for a couple of weeks, I told you guys I had this Liev story. And it's crazy because there's the two sides of Liev yeah. in the course of just a few hours. There is the crazy Liev part of this story, but there's also just that part, which it's crazy in a completely different way. You right. know what I mean? And uh, I, I didn't know how to really detail it, you know, to like I wasn't going to text you guys like, oh, you're not going to believe what we did. I was like, I'll just tell you guys about it. And, uh, you know, I mean, you were there. We went to Big Shots. What was it, like a weekend or maybe two weeks after it happened? Yeah. And we talked to other people who had been there. And yeah. you're just like, I, 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 I hope I can never relate to what these people went through. You right. Know? Right. Yeah. So uh, that was, you know, I mean, look, and we make fun of Liev a lot because, boy, there's a lot to make fun of him about. But it it's interesting to just be reminded, especially in the same night when you get both sides of this. You yeah. get the the just carefree, you know, waste $100 blindly or blind drunkly. And then just the, the thoughtful, introspective, like, I can't believe uh, that this thing happened to me. And, yeah. you know, it's a reminder that for the most part, he seems like, Everything is a lot better, but it definitely reminds you, like, yeah, you know, he had this really traumatic thing happen that was, like, not even six months ago. Did he reflect at all on that, was it 58 days of sobriety? Yeah, he, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, that was, like, jokingly everywhere. He's like, well, yeah, but, you know, stagecoach coming up, so I had to get it done before that, you right. know. And uh, I think for him to be able to go through all of this, he needed to he needed to have the liquid and cigarette courage to mm-hmm. just kind of go through it. You know, he I've I've seen him smoke a lot, but this was like chain smoking, almost like, you know, the you light the next cigarette with the the burnt embers of the previous one. Yes. Like it was constant and it was it was definitely stressing him out. And it's not something I would have choose, chosen, and neither Heather nor I would have, like, you know, like I said, we wouldn't have requested this, but we were glad we were able to be there because, I don't know, he's just wandering around by himself. He, first of all, wouldn't have figured out one of the places where Heather was like, why don't we go back that way over there? And he's like, oh, my God, yeah, it's definitely that. Yeah. He was trying to find a place that they all ended up at the end of the night when the, the police came. And he said he was at, like, a liquor store afterward, too? Well, we, we went to that liquor store. We actually started at that liquor store. That's where they got the case and the cigarettes. Yeah, okay. and then we walked over to the Mendeley because how that liquor store was really close. How many cigarettes did you smoke? Whole pack? Uh, yeah. No, I I did have zero. <laughs> Although I had I had one pack of his in my pocket for for the whole time. There you go. So, uh, what? Yeah. How was Heather throughout all of that? I mean, it's one of those things where it's not a fun experience, but like 
you are glad as a human you're able to be there for another human when they're right. dealing with something like that. You know, I mean, you know, it's sort of that that moment where we, you, Jeff, and I, we all drove down to Big Shots because we just want to give them a hug. Yeah. You know, it's just that simple. And it's so weird to have had the first part of the evening. Mm-hmm. And then you have like this part, and then you wake up, and it's you know you well you go to you back to your hotel. It's like six in the morning, and uh, of course it had a ten a.m. checkout. They oh, were kind God. enough to give us a, the extra hour. Okay, but you know we were driving back from Vegas that next day, and we're like, that was the one thing Heather says like. Man, he couldn't have met up with us on Friday. <laughs> were you drunk through all that, or were you pretty sober? I was fairly sober, but I was drinking. I was having beers, but I wasn't drunk. Yeah. Uh, at no time during any, no time during that weekend was I drunk. But yeah. uh, I, I had a number of beers. By the time we got to Egg Slot at the end of the night, I just kind of put down a beer that wasn't empty, and I right. was just like, I, I'm definitely done drinking beers at six in the morning. Yes. So you know, I've changed. <laughs> you know, I. I You've can't. never been. And all the time I've known you, I don't know if I've ever seen you like really fucking hammered. Probably not, because usually I have to drive somewhere. Yeah, yeah like a I big mean, drinker. that that time is definitely in the in the rearview mirror. But I mean, I'll occasionally have nights. You know, you the drunkest you'll have ever seen me are probably karaoke nights, like for um, uh, my birthday. Yeah, because I'm not driving. You know, that's and, true. And now that there's kids, though, I don't even do that as much. You know, like it's like yeah, but they're gonna wake up during the night, so yeah. you kind of you kind of have to have your your a game. So, anyway, uh, but, you know, it's all the more reason to start drinking heavier and heavier, right? Correct. That's why I'm going to drink as much as I can from now until whenever I have children in the make-believe future. I've had so many drunk nights that I'll just be good to go. I'll be like, i got to stop this now. The kids, this is the reason to stop. And the kids will listen to this. If you have a drinking problem, have children. It will help you stop drinking. Because it will make you responsible for the kid. This is this is the logic, right? This this is the logic, yeah. and you know because the motivation reports on a little bit of a hiatus right now. <laughs> this is the kind of motivation. That if you're having marital problems, yes, have children because they bring you closer. That's another one of the the thought processes, right? Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. Uh, by the way, how much longer are you on the uh, the crutch rehabilitation program? Uh, in the past, present, future hour, whenever the people hear yeah. this, I will probably be off of them. Okay. As of today, about two more weeks. About two more weeks. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, when people hear this, you're you're gonna uh, go back to uh, running marathons. Yes. Day day uh, the day uh, I'm off of the crutches. Yeah. I'm running a marathon. Are you going out for the track team? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Long jump. Re- returning to us is uh, Captain EO, who had a business call to take. I don't know what's happened to you, man. Like the first of, uh, I got another one in like a half hour. Uh, <laughs> man. So are sorry, you, big time are, over here. Are, are you Mr. <laughs> Showbiz? Oh, Mr. Big Time. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I'm dealing with all these like should, big deal things. Should we call you Jeff Hollywood? Yeah. Doc Hollywood? Doc Holly. What? Uh, so anyway, you basically heard the gist of uh, my Liev story. But, uh, you know, look, we've all had the moments. Well, we've had the beginning part of the night moments where he's, you know, ridiculously irresponsible. And then we've also had the more serious, probably not to the extent that I'm talking about, but, you know, there's definitely the moments where he can be that really genuine emotional guy where the most of the time you're like, well, where's this guy usually? And I think it's like, it's it's not fun for him to do that, right? Well, you ought to remember contextually that Liev's from a military family, so like... Being super emotional is not what I would imagine their MO is. Yeah. I think Liev has always, to me, seemed like the type of person that it's like, it's all there. And if you show genuine interest, I've never had an issue with him. 
like I don't want to talk about it. Shit. Yeah, but I mean, this was something that I I had kind of planned. I was never going to ask him about that night. I wasn't, gonna, you know, just like when we went to go see him at Big Shots, it was like, ah, you know, we're just going to talk. And like I said a moment ago, we just wanted to give him a hug and just kind of be there for him. I never really wanted to make him have to relive any part of it. Just like, can you tell me about it? Because it's like I, I I don't need to hear about it, but he wanting him wanting to talk about it, and you know, he really kept giving us the out. He's like, you guys really don't want to do this. I'm like, don't, you know, don't be like that, you know, because of course, I think any of us would probably say that in in sort of that moment where you're like, I don't really want to be alone, but I also don't want to make anybody feel obligated to it. Uh, So, uh, I don't know. Look, the key was I was glad to be there for him, but it was also amazing to see the uh the chick magnet and the wow look how fast you can go through a hundred dollars yeah uh so but Think about uh, all the things i could buy with a hundred dollars yeah no. oh a couple I t- of tanks of gas I, so yeah. i talked about some of the things that you know it's like you know what you should have just given me the money and i would have bought us a cabin on the kiss cruise because yes. that's only a hundred dollars i had a hundred dollars yeah. saved once but i blew right through it yeah i i well in gambling no uh just like electronics and shit Oh, you had $100 saved up. Yeah. yeah. And saved, then you like, just spent the, it all on stuff. After the first year or two living out here, I was super frugal. Yeah. And I had saved up $100 in my, my savings. Good for you. But wow. Yeah. I want to save right up 100 yeah. I would spend that on my credit card debt. I bought a house, and I, I, I guess that it, I guess there was, some, there was some money. But, you know, when you buy a house, it's like, oh, I'm going to give you a little bit of money and then slightly smaller amounts of money for the next 30 years, and then one day I'll own that house. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like. You it's a house for $100? That's a good deal. Uh, no, uh, my house was uh, $400. $400. For the down payment? For the, no, the house, the, 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 the price, well, we actually, you know, you know what? We got it down to $395. Okay. Yeah. So that's what our house cost. All right. So now everybody knows that. And they know that you can get houses really cheap. <laughs> really cheap. <laughs> and really? Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? Right by Sardo's, which is no longer there. Yeah, but it's a fried chicken place that I do want to try. Oh, good. It's called Crawford's Fried Chicken, and okay. they have a liquor license now. What? So maybe we can speak karaoke with and fried chicken. That sounds like a well, great. Well, they don't combo. have karaoke. Though. They could. Well, that's true. They could. We could get Liev back to the valley. If, All you have to do is play it on your phone, and anywhere is karaoke. You know, you've said a lot of wise things <laughs> in the the run of the podcast, but uh, that definitely the smartest. Uh, so I don't know. We do have to figure out when we might see Liev again. And uh, are we going to uh, do the Hermosa Day? Well. I want to do a Hermosa Day. when he's back to being regularly Ev and I'm not Where he's drinking. Yeah, yeah, so you'll, yeah. And there's a part of me that does want to see Deadpool 2 with him. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, I don't need to see it the first time with him. But uh, I would like to see that. And, you know, that's that's the next big movie we have. Uh, it'll be out next week, mm. you know. So, uh, oh, wow. yeah, I know. It's, uh, there's an that, Arclight down there, Arclight Beach City. Oh, that's right. There's an Arclight Look down there. That. So they'll be coming Fast and Furious. We mm-hmm. have, but not actually a Fast and Furious movie. No. Because... Then to then just the weekend after that is Solo, a Star Wars story. And you know, Will, we talked a little bit about the trailer uh, the last time. Well, no, it was a few few black cats ago when uh, Brad was with us, and I talk, And what I've realized is I love everything about that trailer. Everything's amazing except for the idiot that they got to play Han Solo. He's got zero charisma, and he's like the least Han Solo ar- uh, actor I that know, I can ever he find. he doesn't seem anything he doesn't, like Han Solo. He doesn't look or sound like him, so it's like, well, then why him? You know, if he's amazing, then sure, that's why him. But judging from, you know, a few seconds here and there cobbled together, I don't, I don't get an amazing vibe off of him. And I hope I'm wrong. I always want to be wrong. We said that recently. I just mm. want to be wrong. But I'm just going to watch Donald Glover the whole time. 
I don't know when I'll see that movie. I am not particularly excited for it. So I might do what like if a people, $3 theater when it's like in there later. Okay, but what if just people you trust started to say, like, you know what? I actually really liked it. Then I'll go. Okay. Yeah. But if it, if it's like a divisive down the middle, half the people you know hate it, half the people love it. Yeah. yeah. It's just another thing that we've talked about this so many times. I don't give a shit about that story. Just, just like I didn't give a shit about Rogue One. I was like, I don't fucking care. But I know Chewie's how it turns it. out. You and Lando's in it. I know how it turns out. You gotta be careful and about... it turns out better because it's Harrison Ford. You gotta it's be true. careful about waiting until it comes out on video because if you start trying to Google solo, you're gonna get a lot of porn. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo. And that's one to grow on. Uh, anyway... We've had some fun. We had some real stories that we told here uh, on the on the Blackcast uh, this Blackcast. this week. But uh, tune in next week for probably a Deadpool episode, and if not, uh, you know that'll be soon. But uh, whatever the case, you know where to find us. But Jeff, where do people find you? You can find me on the Twitters at Jeff Duray, and and it, I'll probably tweet sometimes. And is your Instagram public or is that private? No, I think it's public at Jeff Duray. Also, <laughs> I don't think I've posted on Instagram in a long. Is ass it time. still the the car fire on your way to work from nah, the old job? That's old. That's old news. That's a hashtag <laughs> old news. Hashtag old ass news. Uh, and of course, uh, I'm at Christian DMZ, and you can follow the Blackcast on Facebook, you like the Blackcast, follow at Blackcast on Twitter, blackcast.com, B-L-A-D-T-C-I-S-T. Since you brought it up, I just want to point out that I am believe I may have prevented one of my arch nemeses from getting a new job at oh, my current job. Can you talk about nice. it at all? You don't have to use any names. Just Did you put in a bad word for someone? I, I consistently, in, in not Let's say her name is $100. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I consistently just told stories about my experiences with $100. Yes. With no intention of trying to influence or even like knowledge that yeah. that person may or may not attempt to have a thing at the thing. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> The thing at the thing. <laughs> and then it was like, I just was being honest. I was just telling stories. It was like, yeah, this, the, it was like, whatever happens with like this thing that I'm currently working on, it can't be as bad as this thing that actually already happened to me. Yeah. And after like enough of those stories, they were like, we were talking with them. I'm just going to let them know that's not going to happen now. <laughs> <laughs> like, All right, good. You uh, shouldn't. I wonder if this <laughs> was a person whose off. name I had to take out of an episode once when you were really angry. Very likely. Yeah, I think, I think it might be. So, uh, well, that would be a good feeling, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Will. I wish they would listen to me when I say let's not take on these shows, but they don't. Oh, so you mean that when you told them don't hire Jeff DeRay, they didn't listen to you? It's true. Actually, yeah. I believe Sorry, you, you tried several times. You were like, no, you need to, you need this guy. And it was fun, by the way. Like a year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, I got the job like straight up, no interview. They were just like, you came so highly recommended by Will. Just come on in. your resume yeah. to Stacey and Chris. Yeah. And, yeah. and don't worry. Uh, no pressure, but we know you're amazing, so it's fine. But you're like, mm -hmm. yeah, I am that amazing, so it's fine. I mean, yeah. I'm, I, I know that if I actually like put my effort in and don't hate my life and my job, yeah, I'm usually pretty good at it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. Right. And I don't know we, if that's egotistical. Most people work like that. And yeah. when we all worked together last time, you didn't have enough time to hate your life or the job or anything, so it was fine. It's a yeah. good thing you're not a stand-up comic because when they hate their lives and their jobs, that's when they're at their best. See, I agree. Yeah. I, I hear that. I think that's there's definitely something to that, and that's why <laughs> when I was when I was super depressed, I was writing like jokes to mm -hmm. myself and shit right. like that. I was more motivated to like find the humor in how sad and, I was. And yeah. see, and then those jokes eventually, you started using Twitter for the outlet for those jokes. Yeah. And, and then and I look, didn't get enough validation, so I got even fuck. angrier. And then look how it ha look where it grew to. You know, mm -hmm. you with the the entire uh, Spambot army, which used yep. to be the the Coltrane army, yeah. but uh, now they're the Captain EO army. And see, Will you're Sterling, all mad at me, but once artificial intelligence 
intelligence takes over and it sees like the kind of reverence that mm-hmm. machines give me, yeah. Yeah. I'll become its overlord. You and Coltrane will be doing well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I haven't, we haven't heard from Coltrane in a while. It's been a little while. Uh, the last time I tried to, somewhere. last time I tried to, to, yeah, he's probably driving somewhere. I know he won't hear this. I honestly forgot his last name. The other day I was talking to somebody and they were like, yeah, yeah, that producer, Ken, what's his last name? I was like, oh, what is his? Why can't like, I think of this? not even really his last it's name. It's not even so really his fine. last name, but it's yeah. the one that he uses. Yeah, yeah. Kenny Coltrane. Yeah. That's, that's Kenny, <laughs> yep. Kenny Coltrane. Hey, yep. hey. On Twitter at Coltrane Leaks. Why not? You know? Let's just get it out there. Yeah. Uh, and Will Sterling at Will Sterling underscore. That's me. And uh, people can hear you on some things, The Motivation too. Report could be back by this point in time. But I'm even if sure. it's not, they yeah. can uh, dig through the archives. And, uh, you know, you can just follow Will and then you'll see some of the things that he works on where he gets to, you know, interact with hosts, mm-hmm. uh, including the Black Cats. Yeah. It was fun the other day when we all crossed paths at the same moment at uh, Podcast One <laughs> when I was th- coming in to do uh, Dennis's show and, you know, I like to say my show with Dennis, but you know, whatever. is Dennis's show? show, I suppose. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah. let's it's, be honest. It's, it's my show that Dennis is on. Yeah. Right. Uh, Between the two of you, one person hosts shows every day <laughs> and another is you coming are, back from uh, some farm work, i yeah. But I have never been trending on Twitter, so there's that. Yeah, that's uh, okay. Sometimes you don't want that. Yeah, that's all right. I'm all right with yeah. it. But see, and that's the thing. So that day... Wait, you're not Lil' Hank Williams? I, I wish. All right, I gotta go. I, what? I, I wish I was Lil' Hank Williams. Uh, we had... Uh, so that day... Uh, Norman Lear and Carol Burnett were there. Yes. But I was just excited to see you guys. You know, I should have taken, like, while they were getting their pictures taken, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I want a picture with Jeff and Will. Yeah, let's do it. Can can you get a picture of us? I would have, I could have gotten Will's roommate, like, no, stop taking the pictures of them. Yeah. This is the, this is the black cast crew together. Look over here. Look over here on the couch. Yeah, exactly. I got to use uh, Will's roommate's camera yet last night. Name. I, well, I just didn't know. I didn't know I, if I, I should You never know with things. Yeah. I got to use Katie's camera last night because everybody was gone <laughs> and I was doing recordings o'clock. and they were like... You were recording late? Yeah. Oh. I was recording real late and then uh, I was just there by myself and I was like, I guess I have to lock up. Don't really know what is expected. Do you not have a key yet? No. I just locked everything up and you hit the left. little switch on the door? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well now people know how to unlock it. Yeah. Thanks, Will. It's a credit card. You swipe it in you between. You just drag it in there. Uh, you were... They're late recording the EOCast finally, right? Obviously. You're going to do it... Well, like, part 378. Because that's the other thing about the EOCast, guys. It's it's like a Ken Burns documentary. Oh, Once good. it's released, it's the rest of your oh, life. Oh, but you want to do you want to do it Netflix style. So you're recording it now, but you're going to release it all at once. Yeah. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. All right. What do you think? I'm not going to let people binge? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you're just going to give them... The joy of binging away give from Give them people. one episode. Nobody, nobody wants only one episode. Uh, somehow, this conversation is happening during the end part of the show, <laughs> where uh, we're going through the clips and the plugs and everything. For all of us here at Black Cast Nation, uh, tune in next week. Maybe we'll talk Deadpool, and if we don't, we'll probably talk about popcorn and some other good things, because mm, popcorn, popcorn is good for you. Mukbang. Oh. Mukbang. And we will see you next time on the Popcorn Cast. Oh, wait. Hang on, I didn't let the bell, hang on. I didn't let the bell go. Anyone else hear that sudden volume shift in the bell? That was interesting. Like it took a quick... Oh, would you look at that? There's a new episode of the Blackcast on my phone, ready to play right now. Listen in the Blackcast.
podcast. I don't want to watch what's on the TV. iTunes that put on the BC. Podcasts on, no talking to me. Listening to Black Cast. Keep up on comics and movies. Two phone ring, I answer hoodies. I can't talk, call back if you please. Listening to Black Cast. You don't know what you are missing. Damn fine show hosted by Christian. He's just dope, no ass, I'm kissing. Listening to Black subscribe on this podcast you won't be the first but don't you be last listen while you pumping your gas listen into black cast on this episode it's jean gray talking about the things that she say so distracted didn't feed bay listen into black cast met this girl she smiled in my face black cast insulated my place had one beer she brought a whole case listen into black Knock on the door and listen. Black hats on, they think I'm Christian. Cops ran off, now I ain't trippin'. Listen into Black Cast. My point is, listen to this show. Don't need me to tell you it's dope. Rock so hard like Johnny Litho. Listen into Black Cast. Oh yeah, that's the Black Cast. It's on the Ghost Twin TV or whatever. Oh, it's not. Oh, it's on AfterBuzz TV, that's right. Put that guy Christian, you rock! Alright, several Texans had to go take care of some business. But I'm here to say, have a nice day. And listen to the damn show.